This episode is brought to you by our free Flex Guide ebook. Give your application for flexible working the best chance of success with our nine easy steps to follow and information about your entitlements. Go to thejuggle.com.au forward slash flex guide and download the guide now. If you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the podcast for you. Join me, Joel Lilovich. And me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to the Juggle Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Joel Lilovich here. And Lucy Dickens, welcome back to the Juggle Podcast. Once again, we are recording relatively soon to when we're going to be releasing an episode. So we thought we might actually take another opportunity to share some updates about what's going on with us. So who can believe that my child is now three months old? How on earth did that happen? And probably actually he, well, three and a half, Lucy, come on. He's 13 weeks if we, if we <laughs> do we. <laughs> it goes so fast. And here we were talking about how we're going to record this podcast with a child who's a lot more awake than he used to be. Yeah. Oh, look, there we go. Here he is. So I just realized this morning that I now have a three month old child and that I'm probably not going to be able to record with him here for much longer. So... That means I have to find someone to care for him, (laughs) which is the next challenge because he has to still be with me because he's breastfeeding. And my mum has Lily today or on most of the days when we record and she can't really have both of them because if Lily's here, then that would be hell. You don't mind a three-month-old, but you don't want a three-year-old in my background. No, Lily does like to have your attention when she's around. She does. Yeah. (laughs) And although I'm hiding, I've hidden, I've made myself a bedroom. It feels like I've moved back in with my parents because I have a bedroom in our house and it's got a bed, obviously, where Harry and I sleep. And I've got my little desk and my work stuff and all my ideas and projects mapped out on the walls. And I said to Jack the other day, it feels like I'm back in with my mum and dad and I have a room and it's so (laughs) nice to have a room. I love having a room. Do you have a room? That's what I wanted when we were building this house and we were kind of laying out the floor plan. And I said, I would actually really like to have a study that's just for me. But at the moment, Mm -hmm. my study is in my bedroom, which is not ideal, but it's how it's got to be. Yeah, our study's open plan, so that is okay, but not good for recording. So No, and also not good for being able to put stuff all over the wall so you can look at what you're up to. Yeah, very true. So I feel like a child with my own bedroom and it is amazing. I love it. That's good. What else has been going on? You're back to work. That's pretty new. That's pretty new. I know. Couldn't stay away. <laughs> we were in a group and I one of the goals I set, or one of the things I promised myself was that I wasn't going to return to work before April. And I didn't. But 1st of May, I was like, well, it's not April anymore. So I'm allowed to start working again. So yeah, I'm just doing little bits and pieces on a flexible basis. I have no set commitments about hours or outcomes. I'm just working when I feel like it. And that's almost like just keeping in touch as opposed to returning to work, which is exactly why we're talking about what we're talking about today, which is this whole idea about how you can stay engaged with your career or keep in touch when you're on maternity leave. And in addition to preparing for this episode, I've written a post about how I have stayed engaged with my career while on maternity leave. I did that yesterday. And at the end of it, I finish off by saying, can I just do this forever? Because this keeping in touch is quite fun. I'm just floating about doing the bits and pieces that I want to do when I want to do them. And it's quite fun. But yeah, we also have bills to pay and so probably should earn some money. Yeah, that is taking flexible work to the nth degree, isn't it? (laughs) That's true. Yeah. 
So what have we got? We've come up with nine different ways that you can effectively keep involved in your career and keep your career on track while you're on maternity leave. We have. And of course, it's not conclusive. So we'd love to know what you've done to keep in touch and do let us know in the comments or in the Juggle community on Facebook because we'd love to hear. But before we tell you what our nine ideas are, we just want to add a little disclaimer, you know, being lawyers, we like disclaimers. We're not saying that you have to keep in touch because it may be that for you, when you want to take maternity leave, you literally want to close the doors on work and not think about it in any way, shape or form for the period of maternity leave that you have, whether that's three months, six months, 12 months or something else. And just because you're not engaged with your work in some way, shape or form during that time, it doesn't mean you're not committed to your career. It's just what suits you. And that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to add. Good disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just nodding. Yes. But we thought we would talk about it today because what we do find is that the people that are in our community are people who are really keen to, you know, manage that professional career and keep it going and not feel like they're stopped when they take time out to have a baby. So keeping in touch is hugely beneficial to allowing you to, you know, keep your skills, feel like you're part of it all and help you get back into work when you want to return. A lot of people like me want to still be doing something while they're on leave. So it's not even just the fact that we want to stay engaged it's that oh well maybe that is the fact isn't it we want to stay engaged because we want to keep our brains busy apparently mine hasn't been busy enough because I can't say proper sentences still (laughs) I'll get there (laughs) and I think that's when we were coming up with this list of things there's two ways to look at it isn't there there's one that's about keeping in touch and I think when I think about keeping in touch I think about keeping in touch with my job and my workplace Whereas keeping in touch can be broader in terms of just keeping in touch with your career generally and, you know, your skills and learning and everything else. Definitely. And that's the approach I've taken this time around. And I'll talk to you about some of the things I've been doing as we go through this episode and we talk you through our nine things. But last time I wanted to work and so I've returned to work and I was back in it and doing my normal job. This time I haven't I mean, I'm back at working now, but I haven't dived back in in the same sense that I did last time. Instead, I'm saying, here are all the skills that I enjoy and the things that I enjoy and the skills I'd like to develop. And what can I do to develop those? And I'm taking a much more broader approach than just going back to work. So let's get on with our nine things and we can give some examples. Cool. All right. Number one is the social catch up. So everybody loves a baby and typically the first, well, maybe not everyone loves a baby, but anyway, we'll go with it. Um, (laughs) Typically the first thing that we all do after we've had a child and we've gone on mat leave is we come and, you know, roll that pram into the office and show off our beautiful baby to everyone there. I remember doing that with Lily the first time and it felt so strange to be walking into the office with a pram (laughs) and I just felt really weird. Did you feel strange too? I felt very strange. I was very excited, but I was always sort of kind of like, you know, I'm on leave and I'm in the glow of not working aside from the total not glow of not getting enough sleep. But, you know, still that newborn idea, this is all exciting and you go into work and they're just working like slugging away at their desks and you're a little distraction for them momentarily, but otherwise they've just got to get on with their work too. I know, but also you walk in and it's like you're a different person to the person you were last time you were in the building Mm. and that's just strange. It's just weird. But anyway, take your baby in, go for lunch, show off your baby. You can catch up on office gossip. You should get someone to arrange cake because who doesn't like cake? 
Yeah. And like Lucy said, try and arrange it around a, a morning tea or a lunchtime so that you can actually go in and have conversation with a couple of people and not just feel like you're distracting them at their desk and have that sense that they're too busy for you as well. Yeah, that's a very good point. Because if they've got work to be doing and they don't give you love and attention, you might you might feel a bit sad. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that. Exactly. So the second thing is training, training in CPD. So this is Again, perhaps that more broader idea because it's training in CPD and CPD continuing professional development. A lot of careers require it. And you could do that online at home, for example, using Law CPD or one of these other online providers, or you could actually be doing it at work as well. A lot of workplaces offer training programs. So you can go in or you can do it from home. I've been doing some of this. So I've done training through Law CPD and I've also done some courses. There's a great company called Coursera, mm. Coursera, I don't know how it's pronounced. And they have online courses that, you, that they're cheap. And if you're interested in upskilling or learning something new or even learning something that's relevant to what you're doing, you can do these online certificates and they're really good. So somewhere to consider. I did all my training mostly at the workplace because they had an internal training program. So it was great. I killed two birds. I One did all my legally required CBD for the year and I also got to catch up with people at work that I wanted to still have relationships with and maintain those relationships with whilst I was on leave. Another way to do that is our number three tip, which is just going in for work meetings. So while you might not want to do day-to-day work or you might, but we'll come to that. Probably if you were in a management position or otherwise in team positions where you have a say in the day-to-day operations of the business, you might like to still contribute. You want to stay in the loop or even if you just want to sit in so that you don't miss out. And you can do this by going in, you can take your baby, you can show them off again. Or if you don't want to go in, you can join in by phone or by Zoom and you can do that in your pyjamas and no one needs to know which is kind of cool. <laughs> Another way to do it is even just asking for them to send you the minutes. If it's a minuted meeting or there's an action plan that's created as a result of the meeting, just ask them to send it to you. Or it might be asking them to send you every time they get a new client or a new files opened or some new piece of work comes in just so that you know what's going on. Or perhaps it might be a particular client that you used to manage and you want to keep in the loop in relation to that particular client. You know, you don't need to be talking to the client. But maybe it would be good if you just knew what was going on with them. Absolutely. And you can contribute your thoughts before or after. You can send someone an email and say, this is what I think. So if you don't want to participate, but you can join in that way. Next up, number four, being social on social media. Yeah, that's a funny thing, isn't it? The idea that you actually have to be social on it and not (laughs) not just have a platform. Yeah, and not just sit in the comments and read them as opposed to actually participating. So this is something that I've been doing. If you're connected with me on LinkedIn, you'll know that I've been hanging out there a lot because I've never been so active on there as I have been in the last little while. And it's partly because I miss that connection of being with people. And LinkedIn's a good way to do that. You don't need to be out of the house. You can do that in the middle of the night when you're breastfeeding. Yeah, you can. And whether it's LinkedIn, maybe it's going to be Facebook or maybe it's going to be Instagram or whatever it is for you. Or maybe there's some forums that you're part of for your particular industry and they're online and you can get involved. And it's it's really helpful to still feel connected and hear what other people are doing. And when they're asking questions, even being able to throw some ideas out there as well. 
And they can also be nice because depending on where you are and what you're talking about, it's not strictly work-related. So you can have conversations that cross the lines between what you're doing in your profession and what you're doing at home, and that's quite nice. Yeah. Or you could just sit on on there as well and be the observer if you really wanted to be. You can observe. (laughs) So number five takes this to the next extreme, which is just face-to-face networking. So if you actually feel that need for connection beyond through a computer screen, there is something about face-to-face networking. I think everybody says it. You are a connector. Uh Jo is a connector. She likes people. (laughs) Talking to people and connecting people, I would much rather hibernate in my house. Oh, But you must admit there's something extra that comes when you get together with people. Oh, yeah. But I'm just making the point to everyone so that they know that this is a thing for you. (laughs) (laughs) But there is. And you can show up to places in person and don't be afraid to take your baby if that's what you want to do. Yep. I was going to say this is something I haven't been doing, but actually that's not true. This is something I've been doing quite a lot. I just don't think of it as networking. And every time I've gone to something, I've taken Harry along. And most of the time I've said in advance that he'll be coming with me. A few times I've not because I've just not thought about it. But every single time I have been overwhelmed with how kind and supportive people are. Mm. I go and I get on with it. I'm used to taking a baby out and about, so it's not... I don't need things. I'll breastfeed him wherever I'll change. I'll find a corner and change his nappy. I'm not bothered. But almost every time I've been offered a private room or I've been told, let me know if you need anything or can I get your glass of water or just little bits and pieces like that. And I really am blown away with the support and it's wonderful. So if you're concerned or nervous, tell people in advance, but take your baby along. I think you'll be surprised by how supportive people are and also how capable you are because you can do it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big events as well. Like it could just be organizing to network with one person or two people or a small group where you know there's only going to be half a dozen. You don't have to start off with going to the event where there's, you know, 30 people or 300 people like at a conference. So true. I went and met someone for lunch who I'd never met before who was offering to help me out with something. And this was the first time I met him. I told him, I've just had a baby, so he'll be coming along. And he said to me, let's organize the meeting around your baby's nap times. I was like, wow, you're my kind of person. How kind. He doesn't have nap times yet, but thanks anyway. And then I went there (laughs) and we were having lunch and he'd finished his lunch. And he said, let me hold your baby for you so you can finish your lunch. And it's see, people are human. We forget that sometimes. And we think that they're professional and that they don't have families but lots of people do so don't let that put you off yeah well there's that media that's going around at the moment isn't there about this idea that we need to actually make it clear that we do have families Mm. and that our families are a priority to us because Mm -hmm. as soon as we start hiding our families you know that leads to to other things and different expectations but that's another story um all right number six working while on leave. Yeah, you know, we've talked about the idea of keeping in touch by attending management meetings or doing training and that kind of thing, but you could actually perform paid work, your normal work when you're on maternity leave. The legislation has provided for these 10 keeping in touch days when you're on maternity leave and they're paid days of work that don't interfere with your right to paid government maternity leave. Obviously, your employer has to agree to them as well. But why not? It may be a one-off day. Maybe they want you to come in and participate all day in a big strategy planning day. Or maybe they want you to do a project that's going to take 10 days overall, but you can spread it out over, you know, two or three months to get the project done. 
to me, doing something like that, it's kind of like what you're doing now, you know, that idea of selecting a little project, like the recruitment that you just did recently. Mm -hmm. That was a project. You needed to recruit for the business. So you went in, you got that done, and then you were done. Yeah, very good point. And that's one of the things in our preparing for maternity leave episode. Sorry. Sorry, friends, I have an unhappy child here. That's one of the things that I suggested as well was to think of a project that you can do that you can dip in and out of at at times that suit you. And that's something that's worked really, really well for me. So I definitely recommend thinking about that too. Yeah. So number seven is something a little bit easier for everyone. Anyone can do this. This is just reading a book, reading an article reading a blog post or maybe listening to podcasts. If you're feeding a baby and you can't hold a book in your hands, stick some earphones in and listen to something. Or as you're driving in the car like me and I have to drive two hours up and down to Perth on a regular basis, it's been such a pleasure to be able to listen to eBooks and all podcasts so that I'm, you know, really feel like I'm actually still achieving something rather than wasting time just driving up and down the road. Yeah, very true. I've been listening to podcasts a lot at home on the speaker when I've been playing with Lily, she's three, and obviously with Harry. I'm finding my days at home really tough at the moment. I'm not finding three to be an age that works well for me. Mm. (laughs) I love newborns. I find Lily quite challenging because just the Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. But (laughs) what's really helping me, and I stole this idea from my husband, he just has all the patience in the world and I didn't understand how. And he said to me, I have the radio on. I'm listening to the radio. I can sit and play for hours because I'm thinking about other things at the same time as doing the stuff that I don't necessarily enjoy. Ah. And it was like this light bulb moment. And I thought, that's really simple. And so what I do is I got my podcast on in the background. I also have a notepad because I quite quite like to take notes while I'm listening but that just sits in the corner of the room and it's not like I'm distracted on a phone or on a laptop there's something going on in the background that I'm listening to and yes I might dip in and out of it but it's not completely essential but it just gives me this extra level of patience because I can sit and play I hate playing make-believe stuff and that's what we're doing (laughs) at the moment (laughs) how serious did my voice go then I don't enjoy that but I can do that a bit more. You know, I have more patience for it because there's something else going on for me as well. And that has really, really helped me. So if you find the newborn or the the young child age more challenging, because we all have different things that we find easier than others, mm. then maybe this might be something that will work for you too. So we can mm. all thank my husband for that advice. <laughs> he listens to boring sports radio, but you know, whatever works for you. I think that the boring radio would work easier because with the podcasts, I would feel frustrated about what did I miss when I was listening to the child? <laughs> and I'd be like, did I miss the best part of the whole podcast when I was listening to them? And my kids, you know, they're older. So I have nine, seven and five. And And when I'm in the car and if a podcast comes on because it's automatically pops on with the Bluetooth, they'll be like, oh, mum, you know, (laughs) turn it off. Do we have to listen to that? It's always boring. People talking, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it definitely doesn't work in the car. Yep, it's not going to work for everyone. (laughs) Nothing ever does so is there. There's never a one size fits all. The radio would be cool in the background. Mm. I like that. Mm. I'll think about that. Number eight is do some volunteering. So this can be in your professional area or something completely different, but helping someone else with your skills, keep yourself busy, make a contribution to something that's bigger than you and it will look good on your CV too. And it could just be volunteering at your kid's school. I spent some time being on the parents committee for a little while and then after that I joined the school board for a couple of years and that was a really nice way to be involved with the school 
I wasn't on maternity leave at the time, but I think it's a great way if you're on maternity leave to be doing something useful. And also it's great because you're involved with the school that your kids are at. Awesome. Love it. Mm. Great idea. Last one, number nine. Your own passion project. So while you're busy keeping in touch and thinking about your career, don't forget about yourself. And there's a quote and it was written in my article and now I'm thinking, thinking. It's something along the lines of work as hard on yourself as you do on your job. Oh, something like that. that's nice. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Because we do. And this is what I mean about the the comment I made at the beginning of the episode. Last time I wanted to do something, I dove straight back into my job, building someone else's business. And that's fine. I love my job. I have no problems with that. But this time what I've done is I've thought, how can I improve myself? What can I do for Mm. myself that's going, that I'm going to enjoy, that's going to keep me entertained, that's going to, I can dip in and out of, how can I work on myself? Yeah, I like that. A real personal development approach. Part of this is obviously going to be financial but if financial is a concern for you then return to work you know that's it so where we are really talking about that time when you have decided that you don't need to be at work or you don't want to be at work <laughs> and you're not necessarily looking at getting a financial return from what you're doing it might cost you money unfortunately because passion projects often involve doing a course or some kind of training yeah. but there's lots of options as well that don't require you to spend money Absolutely. And speaking of the Coursera that I mentioned at the beginning, you can actually do all of their courses for free. You only pay for them if you want the certificate. I say all of them. Most of them, you can access all the online resources and you just pay if you you want the certificate, which is pretty generous. Yeah, that's really cool. Right. So that was our nine tips for keeping in touch or staying engaged with your career when you're on maternity leave. And like Lucy said at the beginning, we would love you to share with us if you've got any other ideas things that worked for you or perhaps questions you know you're wondering would something work when I'm on mat leave is it possible yep let us know come and tell us in the juggle community or leave a comment on the post thanks so much for listening we hope you enjoyed our little update with where we're at and I will just say that I hope that you don't mind my baby sounds in the background (laughs) but it's not forever so if it's something that's bothering you stick with us and I will do my best to find someone to care for him and partly the issue is that there isn't anyone because I'm not working so my husband needs to work and he already has time off to have Lily so I can do other things and so it's just tricky but I'll work on it so forgive me and bear with me and you won't hear Snuffly Baby forever I promise. I bet you we probably get responses with the whole we love it rather than anything else. Oh, I hope so. But, you know, it's not a forever thing is the point to to be made. Yeah, that's the thing. They grow up too quick. I know. Then we'll be on to the next one. So don't worry. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, enough of that. That's all from us, right? You heard it here, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) If you want to continue the conversation, do come and join us in our Facebook group. We really love the space that we've created there. We've got some awesome people in that group. You can find that and all the links at the website, thejuggle.com.au, and we'll see you next time. Happy juggling. Happy juggling.